Welcome to Nicole Loving Earth, everyone, and I have a very exciting surprise guest today. Um, my girlfriend, Natasha Longman, has decided to join us. Uh, we're talking all things sexuality and spirituality today. So this is going to be a super juicy, juicy, juicy episode, and I can't wait to get into it. Um, we're going to cover things like Twin Flame. We're going to cover things like your sexual power and what that means. Uh, we're going to talk about Kundalini and who knows what else will come up. So before we get started, I just want to introduce Natasha. Natasha, welcome and thank you for coming on Nicole Loving Earth. <laughs> oh, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited. It's just dog bowls, everything. Bring it out there. You know. <laughs> Good to talk. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited by this too. You're my first official guest on the podcast, so thank you for um, joining us today. Um, and I want to I wanna jump straight into it because Natasha is amazing. She's in the UK. She's an intuitive energy healer. She does a lot of crystal work and she's just had, she's still riding the flames. <laughs> she's riding the flames of a kundalini, <laughs> a kundalini awakening. So this was perfect timing for this podcast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, <laughs> so what I want to ask, okay. Let's explain what Kundalini is first, okay? So Natasha, I want I want you to explain what you had as the process, or explain what came up for you, or even just explain what Kundalini is to the people that are listening at home, and then we're going to jump into it and open it up. What do you think? Yeah, cool. <laughs> I, I think probably everybody's experience of Kundalini is completely different, though. So, like my one was really super powerful. Um, I think also if you're a healer or you're intuitive or you're going to be able to activate yourself a little bit quicker or a little bit, you know, than someone who just comes into a room saying, oh, I just want to be activated. But, yeah. um, for me, it's the awakening of your energy field, you know, allowing yourself to dance again and that freedom within yourself. And I just think it's just so beautiful. You know, like I laid there with no expectations. I was just like, okay, just, I'm just going to let it go, let it flow. And it really did, you know, and I just think something like that is so beautiful. I really, I released, I cried within the session, um, my hands filled up with heat, my body tingled all over. Um, and they're just a few things what can happen on the Kundalini experience. So, and, and just for me, that was just like, it was exactly where I needed to be. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, after previous relationships and everything else, I just feel like I need my own time um, and my own space to get myself, you know, together as well. So, and I know yeah. that we're going to be um, <laughs> Yeah, but um, no, it, is, it was it was just it was really enlightening, and I would suggest anyone to you know to go and get an activation because there's all different types of kundalini. You can have kundalini yoga, and but this is an actual activation where the healer goes around you and touches certain parts of like your chakra system, um, and will sort of 
starts moving the energy around you know yeah and you're just basically moving the energy up and down flowing through there's areas of you know like my sacral was really burning at one point you know and it was just like that fluctuation and my hands were like on fire and then during the activation where I I was like sort of lifting up I was just like wow like you can't you can't describe it because like literally it feels like someone's pulling you up but Mm -hmm. no one is pulling you up there's no one around you you're doing it (laughs) and I'm like oh my god I'm being rose up I was like oh my god yeah the physical responses of the body are incredible and I feel I feel like it's different to when you connect or when you're opening yourself up to consciousness because this is all starting at like the top like at the seventh chakra at your crown your third eye you're focusing on this that kundalini energy is coming from the first chakra and it is it's Mm -hmm. like that river of information that river of energy that kind of floods up more focused on the back of the chakras where it's like from the root through the sacral the solar plexus but like almost like up and down your spine right so it's like a very internal process but you can feel that lift like you're a puppet being pulled by the puppeteer right and you can't help it like my hands were rising up i'm like uh but it is like a puppet and i'm like this oh you bring it back down but you can't bring it back down and your hands are like literally going and they want to go higher and your body wants to go higher and it's like there's you even if you try to resist it i'm i'm not able to resist it because my body won't allow me to go and i was just like like, that as you said yeah it is that i love that you spoke of like not having expectations of going into it and it's like the more that you can be open and the more that you can soften into the experience it's just like you allow that energy to take you where it needs to right exactly and there's so many people that go into the experience and they're like oh you know like they're so against what they're doing they say that they want to release Mm -hmm. but they don't really want to release they're on the on the fence going do I want to do this do I not and because you're in that state you don't actually release yeah so because you have to be blocked with your crown chakra yeah so we all know how important those open of them those chakras and how quickly they can close and then obviously the tears in the aura field and we have to repair those and if we don't, then we'll get sick, like we'll, maybe we'll get sore throat or, you know, those knock-on effects. The, the chakra system is so important that we keep it awake and, you know, alive and open. And yeah. the moment it closes and it closes, shuts down, you're already, you have to start healing those closed chakras and those blocked energy fields. Yeah, and I think it's really, um, like, it's almost like uh, like Tantra, Kundalini is seen as like a little bit of a taboo uh, kind of practice, right? Where it has that sexual connotation to it. But I love what you said there. It's like your experience with it is dependent on how open you are, right? And I even say that with clients, no matter talking about just regular energy healing work, when I say regular, all of it is regular. All of it is connected because if we shut down that sexual side of us, we're stopping the flow of chi or energy coming to us and through us, right? So kundalini, yes, it awakens that fire within and it can transmute and it's all about the release and it's all about that opening yourself up. 
And so if you're going into it, if it's in a group setting where you have a fear of judgment or fear of being rejected or fear of making fool of yourself or something like that, that's going to hamper, like that's going to you stop the flow. You, yeah, you, your yeah. solar plexus is going to close straight away. And when it closes, you're going to go into fear mode. Then the fear is going to go straight up to the crown chakra and you're never going to release. You're never going <laughs> to. You might as well not bother doing it. You know, like if you're not open and you're not willing to release and let go, then, you know, it's not going to work for you. But then that's for any healing sessions that we do, isn't it? Because yes. when we, as, as healers, we go into and we have like a client in front of us and we're like, and we start from the bottom and we start from scratch and sort of, like working out where was your childhood trauma where did this lie where did that lie yes. and you know like in everything together and there's always issues that relate back to something so it is actually it's all fear at the end of the day correct i agree and it's um the kundalini practice or if, if this is something that's piqued your interest or you've always had curiosity around it like natasha's had the experience uh, a day or so ago of being in a group setting and having this activation and you know the rooms are generally set up like a yoga studio like mats or little pillows um, and the practitioner may have a sound bowl or a music playing or a musician and it is all very much a guided practice right but if this is something that you're thinking oh I don't know if that's the right thing for me like the week before on the full moon I um, went into meditation not even knowing that I was about to have a kundalini experience so, so this can be something that <laughs> just is yes, <laughs> Or it can be something unplanned. It, it can be something that you set as intention when going into meditation, or it can be something that just comes upon you that you are ready for this experience. So it was like uh, the full moon. Uh, I was told by my guides to lie down. Um, when, this, when I'm told to lie down, I know that there's like some kind of download or information coming through, a message either for me or for the collective. It's just about whatever it is. There's always a surprise. And literally... Uh, my experience was uh, a deity came in at the time. I I had to research afterwards who it was, but came in extremely fierce, this warrior, uh, blue in form, like just absolute like hair pulled back so severe like mine today. <laughs> but just like <laughs> wielding this like flame and this sword and these little skulls hanging off her like midsection nothing on the top like clear as if she was standing in my room and she was like you are not in your power <laughs> you know and she, yeah and i was just like and then i had like literally the the two serpents um like this is all in my meditation this is the visualization i'm seeing but the two serpents of flaming serpents right crisscrossing each other back and forth back and forth back and forth basically entering through my root and just my whole back went ramrod straight right this is like me by myself in my room not knowing that I was going to have this experience and these flames just like burned away all indecision burned away all fear of self burned away anything that was holding me back from being free anything that was not allowing me to be in my full expression, anything that was hampering my expansion, 
right and so I was like seeing and so how do I know that that's what was happening is like I was having all of these little pop-ups of visions of this needs to go this needs to go that being burnt this going this kind of warrior like slicing and dicing and setting on fire anything that wasn't allowing me to be in my power and so then it was like like you said like I was so hot right so hot fire like even now I'm talking about it and my skin is like so hot to touch and it's like so cold here today (laughs) and I get that because I'm still on fire from last night like literally could not sleep I was tossing and turning (laughs) obviously really hot here in the UK right now so it's like 29 degrees and we're not used to that and it was like I'm really hot and, and uh, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm opening up the doors and windows and I'm going, I'm still hot. What's going on? <laughs> but it was just, a, and, and this morning I'm on fire still. Like I, I've got so much energy. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm like, that's the key thing here too. Cause we think it's only in regards to the sexuality, but that kundalini energy is fantastic if you're needing more fire if you're needing to take action if you're needing to move through if if something is stuck and you're just like that is like the energy to really transmute so it's kind of like yeah 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 i um don't only associate it with your sexual power because if there is any part of your life where you're not completely in your power it's going to go across to all aspects so if you're not in your power at work or in your relationships that's going to carry over to your sexual relationship that's going to carry over to your friendships that's going to carry over to how you feel about yourself so it's kind of like how you are in one area of your life will carry over to everything right and it's well it's how we look at things isn't it if you're in a negative thought process you're not going to relate to any situation in a good way if you're in a positive mindset and you're like yeah 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 you're always you know like it's when someone smiles at you you're smiling Mm -hmm. everything's great (laughs) but if i'm miserable with you you're like oh okay maybe not today (laughs) but if i'm smiling at you you're like yeah let's do this (laughs) You know, but if you're giving over a negative vibe, like someone's going to reply back to that negative vibe and like, oh, no, mm-hmm. you know, so it is all about energy and it is all about our alignment and, and energy, energy is everything, you know, like if we're positive and we're actioning things and we're, you know, we're getting stuff done, we feel great. You know, when we're sitting on the sofa and we're not doing something, yeah, that's, that's nice if we're taking that time out. But if that's making you feel bad that you're sitting on the sofa, what what's the reason why you're feeling bad? You know, like there's always there's always a reason behind everything how we feel. You know, like if someone lies to you, what are they escaping? What do they not want to own up to? What do they not want to express to you? You know, and instead of having a go at them and saying, you know, like you've just lied to me, you've just done that, have a look at the whole situation behind it. Why did they feel like they had to lie to you? What's the reason? What's going on around them that has they have to feel like they have to do that? You yeah. know, it's just that that's like a can of worms to to go into. I like but. I like where this is going though, because I feel um that's a natural progression. Okay, so 
Kundalini, is there anything else you want to add in there? I love that topic. We can expand on that in another one. I could say everything to <laughs> But I love being a Christian child. Sorry, say one more time. Being a Christian child from the age of seven, I'm just like, Crystal, ah! <laughs> that's my meditation, that's my energy. I'm like, ooh, it's another crystal. <laughs> Crystal avoidance. It's not. It's like spiritual bypass. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just like get you another. Have all the money in the bank, and he's like, "Oh, crystal! I have another one of those." <laughs> all right, hang on, hang on, hang on. What do I need now? <laughs> Abundance. Yeah. Okay, let's get that. Okay. Yeah. I need that crystal. <laughs> Used to be handbags and shoes. Oh no, 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 no not no, anymore. No. Like, what do I need? All right, I love it. So crystal avoidance, okay, we've coined a new term here today. When you're practicing crystal avoidance, this is when you're <laughs> bypassing your feelings and emotions with replacing with crystal. And so, <laughs> and so like if we open up that, that thing of lying, right, Every, everybody has lied at one point in their life, whether it was a small lie, a big lie, everything in between, right? I feel I try not to lie. No, I know. <laughs> I me too. The girl guide, the diet girl guide, brownie. Yeah, look, I honestly, I, I find it very difficult to lie anymore. Which I do because you know why? Because we always get found out because we're so bad at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Terrible. There's no point in lying because I'm going to trip myself up. So I'm like, but also be too, I think the closer we get to source, the more in communion we are with creator or god it's like and you're like why bother it's a, crazy, <laughs> it's a, crazy, a whole story and then six weeks later or wherever else i'm gonna put my foot in it because i'm gonna say oh no i done this and then i'm just gonna go oh oh no don't say that yeah. um and i've really so it's uh, no lies no lies no. i am what i am i um, i but i feel like when we're the receiver of somebody lying so i love doing this and this can be done with anything and like what you were saying right with the lying it's like uh, say it's lying say it's anger say it's cheating say it's whatever okay um if we use lying as an example what is the intention of the lie so it's like if the lie is the the front or the f mask right like what is like what you're saying like go deeper see the bigger picture it's like that layer behind what is the intention for the lie are they protecting themselves or you right what is it behind that is it like they're not living if so if you're going deeper than the intention what is the heart childhood trauma behind it because they couldn't be open and honest with family members they couldn't express themselves in a roundabout way so they just generally lie because they can't open up about any situation around them so yeah. it's there's so many areas of the lying that you know like you can but usually at the end of the day if you just put it in a nutshell it's because someone isn't comfortable where they're at and they're lying for your own benefit because they don't want to hurt you or you know or they're lying to save themselves so it's either to save you or to save themselves i also think lying is like a representation or a physical out like a physical manifestation of not living your truth yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Because, you know, I don't feel the need to lie about yeah. anything. Yeah. I am open, honest. I don't need to lie. If You know, I'd rather someone be completely honest with me and open about how they feel than because when I'm, I'm, I'm an empath, 
I feel. I feel. We know I'm when just... it's. So I know when you're lying. Anyone <laughs> watching me lie to me because I wake up in the middle of the night going, I know he, he's lied to me. Yeah. I know. So you know, it, just, it sounds like you know, like that you you read the energy. You know, you know by their facial expression. You know oh. by their tone. Just be honest because I'll have a better reaction with you if you're open and honest with me. Oh, you yeah. Know, yeah, it might hurt, but I already know really what you're going to say anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. well, that's, I think I did a post like a little while ago, a month or two ago, and it was like, it, it, yeah, it was like, I'd love to see you try and lie to a psychic, you know, like it's it's kind of like, it's like. I, I don't know what you're going to say anyway. We know the energy's off. We know what you're about to say. We know when the energy's off. We know what the truth is. So it's like, it's fun watching you. Even if you can't read the situation, you'll read the energy field. Yeah. Because your gut will tell you. Yeah. So your gut's already telling you that yes. the energy's off and, 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 you're, and, and it puts you in a space, state of a spiral because you're like, oh you know and it, it makes you uncertain and it makes you go round like in a ferris wheel or go round and round and round and just think just i just didn't need you to lie yeah you know, yeah it's lie. true because we can feel we can feel the energy when it's not truth it's a very different vibration when it's not truth and i feel like that's the key when we talk about everything is energy we're like you know people can be like well how do you know that it's a lie the vibration is different so it's like when something is truth it's clean it's clear yeah. there's no distortion or disturbance within that vibration of what someone's speaking what they're saying in a message like you think oh okay if i send it in a message i'm safe no <laughs> no how many more times like my ex right, had such an issue like he'd think i'm saying one thing and i really wasn't and the communication was just off so now i'm like if i speak to anyone i'm like voice note if i've got to express myself on anything i'm gonna do a voice note because you're not gonna get the point you know a text message or a message when it comes through can be really blunt to the point and it's not how the other person's feeling no. You know, it's just a direct message of, you know, like it is what it is, you know, like that kind of, but if you've done a voice note to someone. There's no misinterpretation of the energy. It's so much, it's so different, you know, like, and you're receiving my energy as I'm talking to you on a voice note. Yeah. There is no, there's, there, there's no issue with it you can understand each other and you can understand each other's vibration and that's not even it from someone who's psychic or anything else you just no. you pick up on the energy field it's like that smile again like when i'm talking to yeah. you if i'm smiling at you you're smiling back at me <laughs> but if i'm moody with you you're moody back you know like it, it's the reciprocated energy mm. it's so important and i don't think most of the time we don't discuss it enough yeah and it, it is it's true it's it's like that energy so when you feel that energy if someone's left you a voice note or whatever you can feel like how they're feeling in the day and exactly what you said you don't take it so bad you don't no, take it so no. bad like okay I, i've got this you know like i understand yeah. where they're at 
But when you're having a, a, a message and it's in black and white, uh, you're just like, no, no. Yeah. Because you, you're not gauging on their energy field. No, it's true. And so that's like what we're talking about with vibration and energy. Our voice carries like so much cadence, so much resonance. Our voice carries our vibration and our energy. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the voice note. I'm voice noting over everyone at the moment. Um, I am now. Hand <laughs> <laughs> on heart, I have learned from my experience. I am not doing general message anymore. Good girl. My voice. Yeah, yeah. hello. And so, like, it's just. And so what we're talking about is like when someone is lying, it's like having a a TV, like an old school TV that's in between stations, right? It's kind of like when someone's lying, there's distortion, there's disturbance. It also it hurts your heart as well. It does. Yeah, you feel it. You can feel that the energy's off, and and then when that hurts, it really hurts your heart. Well, it hurts more anyway. It does. So, no, it um, feels like a little, a little mini sword or something, just like, right? Yeah, like, and then your defenses go up because, as we say, with the chakra, it it goes open and it's flux. It's beautiful and it's open. And and someone says something negative or something that we don't like, and immediately it shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that barrier goes up and that shield goes up on me and I'm like <laughs> my little right, soldiers, okay, my little soldiers kind of march and <laughs> stand at attention at the gate wall yes <laughs> like okay so vibration is everything energy is everything keep in check of yours and this is like even for relationships like we're very good now there's so many people that are doing energy work that are aware of energy that know what's up with it. It's it's kind of like we're become uh, very good at cultivating the energy, right? Cultivating our energy. It's like our little white picket fence. And so what I, I, think, I think definitely we've got better. I still think there's so much more. There's so many people out there that still need to learn about energy vibrations because you know when when you start talking about this is a completely different you know path of just doing a detour but you don't start talking about mental health you start talking about that this is all this is a detour away but it still comes back to your imbalance of your chakra area and your imbalance of your energy field so it's really really important that we do things to make our energy level and our chakras completely you know cemented and soft and balanced open and you know open open and you know expressing our truth you know saying how how we feel you know even if it hurts the other person or just being open and honest it's just like it's key and i think for me and i know that we're gonna divulge on this but my previous relationship was just built on so much like it, it wasn't open and honest it, yeah. it really wasn't. I tried to be open and honest, but even that, my throat shack was going. Mm-hmm. To <laughs> um, try, uh, uh, try, try. But um, yeah, it just, but they'd say something to me, and then immediately your energy would be reciprocated in the wrong way. And, yeah. it, you know, it's, it, it's working through things like that. And if you don't have a partner on the other side that's interested, in working on that and they're only interested in their own self goals yeah it makes it very good 
Yeah, I think so too. Like, um, I feel like many people listening would have had this experience where they felt like they're the ones carrying in the relationship. They're the ones giving in the relationship. They're the ones that are being really open and vulnerable or raw. Um, I love what you said. Like, I always want to be honest. I always want to speak my truth in every aspect of my life. And I feel like finally we were talking about puzzle pieces before the call, I feel like that puzzle piece is within me completely now, where it's like, I want to speak my truth in every situation, but I want to do so from love, right? Where I'm not speaking my truth to harm or hurt someone, it's that conversation of like, okay, this is what's going on for me. And like what you said, like we're not responsible for how the other person receives it because that's where they are. But if you are clean and clear with your energy where you are gently or um you know standing up for yourself or speaking your truths speaking it from a place of love from a place of care of compassion then it's just like well you've hit that ball up and you've volleyed it into the other side and it's like it's up to them how they respond you cannot you. you cannot be in control of the response or the reaction you cannot have expectation of which way it's going to go because you speaking your truth oh, no, is the courageous part, right? That's the courage. That's the courage there. Speaking your truth, taking that step. Sometimes you're going to feel like, you know, you're the little turtle poking out and then you come back in. And you're the little turtle poking out and then you come back in. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like at the same time, that's part of your courage, growing your courage muscle, growing that muscle and expanding it. So the more times that you're courageous in your life, the more that grows and the more courageous you can be. And then all of a sudden, you know, who knows? Who knows what you're you speaking? You know yourself and you know <laughs> who you are. And you're riding on this huge mission. Mm-hmm. But then one other stumbling block comes along because we're never truly healed. No. You know, there's always something else coming on. Then you go, oh, I thought I'd got that covered. I thought I got all that last time. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that. But now the situation is coming out and I'm not going to mess it up this time. I am going to get yeah. it right. Well, let's step into this because we feel, because um, if I wanted to start moving into like um, the soulmate, the twin flame, that kind of energy or what is a soulmate? What is a karmic bond? What is a, a, a twin flame kind of energy? And a lot of us can um, be like, well, I'm healed. I should have this person in my life now. I've done enough healing. Or or it can be the flip side of that where it's like, oh my God, I don't want, I'm, I'm not going to meet them until I'm healed. Um, so, yeah. It yeah, it doesn't universe work. Won't, the universe won't allow you to do that. <laughs> universe will <laughs> something else at you and go, yeah, have that. And you go, damn it. Yeah, oh, okay. You ready? I'm going to give you another lesson and let's just see. Yeah, I'm just going to give you another one just to roll you in and just to oh, see you see how you healed? get Here's that your lesson. Yeah. Have you truly healed? Yes. Have you truly healed? Yes. We're going to give you another situation. Yes. Yeah, that's actually a really good point because when we do a a big uh, aspect of our healing or when we feel like, wow, I've just moved something huge, the universe will send you a test almost instantly, like instantly. Mm -hmm. There's no mucking around. So it's like if you've done this big, huge energy work and you're like, oh, my God, why is this happening again to me? I just healed this. That is why. Because you did. Yeah. And now is your test. You did. Right? Yeah. 
yeah yeah so that's like and the assignment and this is the this is the, the theory this is the practical being put into motion all right you've done all the theory work at home by yourself now we're going to put you into the practical testing and this is your exam now go on off you go oh yeah thank you we're just watching above and just and and just just see how you're doing it you know just rock and roll let's do this yeah so i'm like come on bring it come on <laughs> that's all you've got <laughs> yeah is that all you're gonna test me with bring it on bring another one on so yeah. so okay so let's explain for those that are like i don't understand all these terms the soul um okay we've got soul partner or you know a soul relationship soulmate soulmate thank you then we've that soulmate got... can be friends as well it, can, it doesn't have to be a relationship it's mm -hmm. a soul a soul connection yeah i always like to say it's a connection yes so so yeah and exactly so soul connection or soulmate could be like your local grocer it could be your next door neighbor it could be a family member it is any experience that you've had in a previous lifetime with this person as a soul you know so it's like that soul connection is just a recognition right it's allowing you to feel familiar oh i knew this person they know me on a soul level Right. Yeah. So and you understand that person. Sorry? It's a beautiful. Like you understand that person. It's a beautiful. Yes. Yes. There's no unrest with that connection. It's just easy. It's beautiful. It's smooth. It it it. You know. It just rolls. There's mm -hmm. no. You know. Them triggering you in any shape or form. It's just. It's it's a soul connection. It's it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah, and you can come in and out of each other's lives really easily too. Time yeah, it's one of those nothing. friends where you don't speak for three months and then, you know, you pick up right where you left off, right? There's no time that's passed. So I love that kind of connection. Um, next is like karmic bonds. Okay, so these are really interesting. They can mask as a soul uh, connection or a mate and they can mask as a twin flame, a karmic bond, right? And this is almost like those lessons that we were talking about so yeah <laughs> karmic bonds are the ones that are going to kick you in the ass they can also be yeah, so beautiful as well they yeah. can evolve you yeah exactly way. a karmic bond is just like it's supposed its job is to evolve you right that's its main purpose so like um a karmic bond relationship can feel at the start very much like a twin flame or a soulmate kind of energy but there's always a cycle right it will come to its natural completion yeah, it's always a cycle, always a cycle. So it might be, and, and we, when we hear this information, we think, oh, I helped them with this, right? You know, that's why we were together because I was to help them with this. But there's also, there's two parts, there's two sides to the karmic bond. They're releasing, healing, moving, growing something within you, and you're doing the same for them. So I had a really beautiful karmic bond and it did come to its natural end and we're still really great friends. So the thing is, is like when it's a karmic bond and we believe it's more than what it is, we want to keep pushing after the completion date, right? We want to mm. keep, we're, we're still attached to that. We're still like, no, 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 this is like a soulmate. This is like my twin flame. And so we keep, but the cycle's complete. It's finished. What you've, you've both done what you were supposed to do. And so knowing that energetically and being like, oh, this is the natural end. There's no sadness. It's just like, okay, you have a bit of sadness that the relationship didn't work out or whatever. But it's just like when you take that time apart, 
well for me in this instance anyway it was like we both saw it as like wow you helped me with this I helped you with that I'm so happy that we had that time together we've done so much you know for each other and now we're friends right yeah so it's like a karmic bond we can think of as grim and hellfire but and it can be for sure but when you see it as that maybe after the fact um you actually see oh I see how that changed and uplifted me like that karmic bond relationship I wouldn't have started my spiritual practice without it I wouldn't have believed in my abilities without it I wouldn't I I he was pushing me the whole time to do this Nicole you're so good at this you need to do this you push you know like just pushing me pushing me to do it and for him it was reconnecting him with his family because they'd all dispersed and they weren't even in contact and now they're all back together so you know we both brought such gifts to each other's lives it wasn't like oh I did all this for you and you did nothing for me blah 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 blah. no take the ego out of it and realize how they changed you too so, I'll let go on to it yeah mm. all right now it's, it's it's honoring the ego though and realizing that you're in ego and not in the soul purpose yeah mm-hmm. that's really important mm. Yeah. All right. Now the mountain of twin flames. This is going to trigger a lot of people. We're just putting a trigger warning in now for you all. All of a sudden they head off. You go first. (laughs) All of a sudden I got real sweaty. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm burning up again. All right. All right, Tasha, I feel like I've been speaking for a lot, so you can go first on Twin Flames. What's your opinion? What's your ideas? What's your thoughts? What's your channel on Twin Flame Energy? So Twin Flame Energy, uh, doing the same things at the same time without being and knowing about it. Um, But then you can have the fake Twin Flame and that you think that they're your Twin Flame. Mm -hmm. Um, I see so many times people go, he's my Twin Flame. I go, oh, is it? Do you really want him to be your twin flame? Because no, I don't think so. <laughs> because the twin flame is going to bring, you know, very much like the other one, but it's going to bring highlight issues in, a, in the relationship or within yourself mm-hmm. or you know, your younger years, your older years, things that you've gone through beforehand. The twin flame is going to highlight those situations around you. And it's either going to make you really like excel or there's going to be some times where the twin flame is going to really affect you and really hurt. It's really hurt. And, and there's always the runner and the chaser as well. One's always doing all the work. Here I am and let me give you everything of me. You know, like, what can I do? Let me say morning, every morning to you because that's going to make you happy, isn't it? Like, let me just give you all my energy and, you know, you drain me completely. You know, just thank you all. <laughs> Not you complete me. You drain me you completely. <laughs> You're actually draining the life out of me. You know, are you a vampire? Are you, you know, maybe you are a twin flame, but are you an energy vampire as well? You know, like, are you a narcissist? You know, like, looking at those avenues as well. Yeah, I I feel like 
I definitely feel it's interesting what you said at the start because I feel like in the spiritual community or maybe the greater community this element of twin flame it's almost like a status symbol right like I've got my spiritual felt hat I've got my mala beads I've got my my gypsy clothes or my you know my caftan on and I have my twin flame you know holding my hand right and it's like oh I've achieved spiritual status I'm on the hierarchy ladder because my twin flame standing beside me right so it's like if if your driving force of finding your twin flame is to appear like your shit's together right that is the wrong energy full stop full stop full stop if you are feeling like you are less than something if you do not have this energy beside you right that is like the wrong energy to come into it with i do feel like a twin flame energy exists but different to what we have placed our romanticized ideals onto it, right? So it's kind of like we've romanticized the idea of a twin flame where, and really it is forcing growth. It is when you come together, yes, of course it's magnetic or it's powerful, but it is like what you were saying, it's to burn down, right? Mm. There's no there's no surprise that it's called a twin flame. It's to burn down your preconceptions of what a relationship is, right? It is to show you the areas of yourself if you're willing to face them, okay? Mm -hmm. So definitely with that twin flame energy, I love what you said as well about um, it's kind of like the runner and the chaser. There's always one that is, say, more spiritually advanced, Okay. Oh yeah. Right? Which is the chaser. It's always the chaser mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, because, because we like, want to heal them. We're like, <laughs> but also we're the ones who seen it all. So it's like I don't I don't agree with that because it's like the, the, the one who's more spiritual, the one who's more tapped in, the one who's more connected, right? Is like taking on the role of the teacher. And so we're like, I've seen all this, I've experienced all this, and, and then there are a few kept creeps in of like oh, I don't want them to abandon or reject me if I let them know everything that I've seen, right? Because yeah. because we can be like, oh, and the runner, why are they called the runner? Because they're going to practice avoidance. They're going to, you know, they're, they're going to go, I'm not going to action that today. And yes. you're checking your phone go, why yes. are they not replying? Yes. Why are they not yes. addressing yes. this? I know the reason why they're not addressing it. Let me just help them again. Let me just send another message because I've got it under control. No, you haven't got it under control. You need to stop. Right. And so in that, we can feel, okay, so say, for instance, you feel in, if you have an idea or you think that this person is your twin flame, right, what you are doing as, say, the person who's more spiritually gifted or the chaser, what you are doing is giving your power away completely. Like you were saying, oh, you drained me completely. You're giving all of your power away. You're giving all There's your power my away. Freefully, willingly. Just, <laughs> take my like, here, take my power. <laughs> just drain me. You know, just drink up. You know, like, take it all. And right. then afterwards, where where have I gone wrong? You know, and, and so, then when you don't do as they expect you to, and all of a sudden you stand out for yourself. Oh, yeah, forget about oh, it. Oh, oh, you're the baddie. You're the baddie. 
Yes. You know, like that's where the gaslighting will come in. That's yeah, where the narcissistic tendencies, tendencies yeah. come in. Everything. You've when done this to me. You've hurt me. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Not the. You look at the situation. How is that other person feeling? You. Mm-hmm. You know. I've hurt you. Really? You haven't seen how you've drained my cup. Now all of a sudden, I'm like saying to you, "Yeah, wake up." And and you're like, you've really hurt me. Yeah, and oh. and the thing is, is we, I I want to just like what you said there, where like you drained me. No, we allowed them to drain us. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, we allowed because them to drain. You just want to keep on helping and being nice, and you know, like, and yeah, and it's our fault. So that when you come out of that relationship, like as you haven't if you've given too much you have to look at yourself and take it back and go hang on a minute you know like I've been doing this all this time yes why yes why did I feel the need build them up to a point where they're flourishing or they're thinking their self is so wonderful why have I done that what is in me that I feel that I have to keep on give, 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 give. Mm-hmm. And that comes back down to you. And, you know, yeah. like, I went on that journey and I had a look at what I'd actually done. And I'm like, I I was trying to make things better, but for who? Yes. Because it didn't yes, help the yeah. situation. It didn't right. help me. And it didn't help me. No, and I, I want to, um, because I think this will really resonate with a lot of people too, like, it, I'm doing the work, you're doing the work, right? And so what we yeah. say, like, I'm doing the work, what that means is like, I'm I'm looking at my healing, I'm working on my healing, I'm going, I'm meditating, I've got my rituals and my habits in place, I meditate every day, I see sunrise, I love my surfing, I'm working on myself, right? When things come up for me, I write about them. When things come up for me, I talk about them. When I have new downloads, I I share it with my students. It's kind of like there's this ongoing process of healing, um, you know, moving exactly exactly and so when you have that person that you feel is your twin flame in your life they're only observing the process they're only witnessing the process then and they feel like it's by osmosis right where oh if i'm seeing you go through this then i don't need to do it i don't need to face my shadow because you're facing enough shadow for everybody so it's like, well, no, we're doing the work again. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like, and I feel I don't want to categorize and say it's only women that have experienced this. I feel like there are guys out there that are doing the work and are trying to pull women into this. And, you know, maybe they're not on their path either. The only person that you need to understand and love completely is yourself. Right. I was going to say that. That's yeah. Number. Yeah. I don't need to understand. I don't need to keep a scorecard on someone else's healing journey. I don't need to know if they're doing their shadow work or not. I don't need to know if they've got rituals or habits in place because their actions alone show me. 
the way they speak yeah. to me shows me the way they respond to how I speak to them shows me if they're doing the work or not it is glaringly obvious as we said about energy and you know if somebody's lying to you if someone has a disturbance in their field the thing is is if you're doing the work I see it I feel it mm -hmm. I know yeah. And you yeah. can feel it with it. Yeah, you can feel it. Yeah. You, you can feel it. And by the reply of the message or, mm -hmm. you know, you can feel how far they've come on that journey. Yes. And so also there is... to honor ourselves on that healing. Yeah. Like, take time out and, and do things like you said, which yeah. is so important, that makes us happy. Because when we've been in a relationship where we've given everything to that other person, you've stopped giving to yourself. Exactly. And to rewire that and start giving back to yourself again. And that yeah. and that sometimes that's really difficult because you've so wired of give, 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 mm -hmm. give, give all the time to actually start loving yourself. It's like, oh, what's that? <laughs> well, that's what I did on Sunday. I had a day of how can I love me more today? Right. That was that's how I woke up Sunday morning. How can I love me more today? What can I do for me to make me feel as loved as someone in my field, right? And so I had a client, I had a student a couple of weeks ago say to me, we're having a conversation of what it feels like to receive love from me, right? And she said it was like a tsunami of love coming towards her and she was holding like a little drugstore umbrella. That's how she described being in my energy of love, right? And I was like, right, I want to yeah, so the tsunami of love. So I want to feel my tsunami of love on me. I want to feel what others feel when I love them. So it was like I rearranged my bedroom. I danced to Missy Elliott. Not one album, but two, right? Oh, dance. Dance, my darling. Dance. It's just like, you I'm going to get up. You know, dance in the kitchen. I'm like, I cooked good food. I washed my sheets and my blankets. I repainted a coffee table. I repainted a side table. I I freed myself from my bad habits, right? I freed myself from the worst habit. So it was like all of these choices were how can I love myself more? How can I love myself more? What can I do right now? Show me what it is I can do. And then it was like, paint that table. Then it was like, okay, let's change your room. Okay, it was just like, bah, 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 go for a surf. Go sit out in the sun. Have your coffee out in the sun. To, right? So it's just like, okay, if you can spend one day a week, one day a month, where you're like, okay, today is my day for loving me. And do everything that just pops up for you to do. It can be... I don't know, grilled cheese. <laughs> it can be, you know, catching up yeah. with a friend, but it was like a whole day of me for me, you know, and that for me is like, well, this is how I love spending my time and this is how I want to be loved. And it's nothing extravagant. It was just all little things for me. But that is showing the universe, this is my level now. This is the level of care, of love I deserve. This is how being loved feels because i'm loving myself at this level you're setting, you're setting your boundaries exactly you're working out what you particularly want and what you would particularly take and having these this relationship beforehand structures that it brings it to a highlight it brings it to a forefront where you know what you want and what you don't want and also as we get older 
us women, we're, we're more decisive. We know what we want to take and what we don't want to take. The younger 20-something of me, when I was just getting with my husband, you know, I'm a completely different woman to the 24-year-old, uh, well, the 26-year-old who got married. Yeah. I, I'm completely different. I've evolved so much in that time. You know, not saying um, over relationships because I haven't had that many, but where I have had the relationships, I've really evolved and expanded during that time. So it's like it's honouring that your whole experience. Life is so short as well. And for us to get caught up in relationships or, you know, any type of entanglement for too long, and if it's not working, then it's better just to say goodbye because it's never going to work. It's never going to make you feel good. You know, if, if the moment it's something feels off, we should say, okay, you know, fair's fair. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it's the fact that we've put so much time and effort into something. Yes, and of course. Like yeah, and we don't like to see things fail. So I feel like the twin flame energy, it's it's kind of like there is no confusion, right? There's no complacency by one person. There's no confusion when it's your twin flame. There is no confusion. You're not in your head questioning everything, right? There's no complacency where you're feeling like you're putting energy out and they're not reciprocating. You know, imagine your twin flame how are you today i was thinking of you what are you doing tonight let me take you out like that it's is reciprocated kind of it's like yeah let's do this you know yeah, it's Not fun it's playful it's expansive you get to play together it's it's being absolutely free to express yourself completely within the relationship safely right yeah, if you feel nice. like you're holding back any part of you it is not so true it's so true mm -hmm. it's so true and then when looking at those relationships as well you know it does highlight our childhood traumas as well of course and what through as children and what we're wired to do you know yeah. and what we've up to acknowledge you know so there's so much in relationships that you can keep on going over and you can keep on you know or say with this or say with that or you know like oh my father wasn't around or my mother wasn't around or mm -hmm. you know i have this issue because of that yeah you may be but you can rewire yourself yeah and it's i feel like once all the healing like once all of that trauma has been revisited and the healings happened and you've talked it out and you've held each other or help space for each other it's kind of like then the stories come in right then it's sort of like once all of the the depths of the well have been explored it's like then all the fun stories come out then you start sharing experiences then it's like oh my god i i was there when you when that happened or this has happened or blah 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 it's like all of your stories that become you rather than you know focusing in on what it is i need to heal it's like then all of the light comes in and all of that light that's created you because in the healing journey and the spiritual journey we're so focused in on, on on clearing the dark and knowing our shadow and all of this but then it's like once all of that is moved through it's like then there's just pure light comes through you know and then there's new stories to be created like the chapter isn't it the book one closes another one opens <laughs> you gotta let it go you let gotta it let go. it go. 
gotta cut it off, you know, and you just gotta you, you just gotta trust. Yeah, most definitely. So in preparation then sorry, go Natasha. If it's meant to be, it mm-hmm. can come back. But it depends on where you both are. You know, like you've gotta you've gotta put the work in. Exactly. And so this is like one of the last things I wanted to cover with this is like the preparation. So we talked about at the start Kundalini and we've kind of gone through relationship stuff with soul um, mates and karmic bonds and twin flame. And so this like the sexual side of spirituality, it's like it starts with self, right? It starts with self. So like I think I wrote, I write in my book, um, I've, wrote, I've written a chapter called Sexuality versus Spirituality. And interestingly enough, the first edition of that chapter was completely deleted. And a new one came. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was, it was funny, new... funny when it happened like that. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, I've just deleted that. Oh, I had it completely to a T. I was so in love with that piece. And then upstairs go, you didn't get it right. Let's wipe yeah. it off. How many times yeah. have I done that? It was piece? like a week, like, of writing, um, yeah. a week of writing and gone like that. And you just go, hmm. And I'm yeah, I was actually pretty good. I was pretty good. But then I realized, oh, this what was coming through was so much more than what my little human brain was trying to do. So it's like if we can feel like the only thing that is scarier than someone out in the public or a friend or a family saying that we're sexy is seeing, seeing ourselves as sexy, right? We can be dismissive of that kind of attention for some people, okay? Other people not. I feel like in the spiritual community, there is like two definite sides, the so over-sexualization and then the almost monk or priestess kind of vibe where, you know, we're dressed up to here, <laughs> down <Stop>. here. <laughs> I was like, it's not going to be dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> it is winter here. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we have the over-sexualized side and the under-sexualized side. And we feel like this part of our sexuality is either being um, like weaponized or used as thirst traps or, you know, that, that side that's not healing or that side that's over-sexualizing. But that sexual I feel like that sexuality, when we're starting our spiritual path and we shut it all off because we want, want to work on our healing, we're closing off an energy center, right? And so this sexuality begins with self, right? So how are you being intimate with yourself? Are you touching yourself skin to skin? Do you feel comfortable doing that, right? And I'm not talking about just self-pleasure. I'm just talking about like I sleep naked i sleep naked and i love that time in the morning when i'm still lucid and i just like will i will self-cuddle you know i will like run my hands all over my body and i feel my skin right this is how i wake up every day this is me being intimate with my skin. Say that. why because i've just started doing that to myself Aye, good job <laughs> yeah i've already just started like i'll cuddle myself <laughs> doesn't it it feels good but right yeah it really does it really does and so that is like okay this is like intimacy being in the bath being in the shower and really taking that love and time with yourself this is coming back to how do i love myself more right 
not doing it for someone else, but doing it That's for right. you. Exactly. You're helping you. Yes. And it's nothing to do with anyone else. That's right. It's, it's energy. Love you. And no one can love you better than mm. yourself if you truly love yourself. You're showing other people how to love you with your level of love towards self. So yep. that was one of the things I've learned. And so, yeah. And so with that, it's kind of like, okay, when we think about maybe you're just starting on your spiritual path, maybe you're just kind of dipping your toe into spirituality, maybe you don't know if you've connected to your guides or not, maybe you're not understanding of what the term consciousness of God or anything means, or like, am I there or am I not? Is this energy work or is it not? Like, you know, maybe you're on that kind of precipice of like, I don't understand or I'm very new to this or I haven't really experienced that connection or I don't know if I've experienced it before. This is what, anytime that you have orgasms, anytime that any single person has orgasm, this is when you're a direct alignment with God, creation, consciousness. That feeling of no sense of time or space, that feeling of being out of your body, that feeling of just like wanting it to hold, right? Like, don't touch me, don't touch me. <laughs> right? That, that feeling, that feeling of just wanting to hold that connection, that is your experience with God, source consciousness through that orgasm. Okay, that feeling, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're thinking about that, and if that's kind of, if you're kind of like, oh, okay, now I know what that feels like, right? And you can have that experience in a sexual playground or not, in a sexual experience or not. You can have that experience, that same experience. But then it's like, okay, so if I start the process of self-pleasuring, right, and I want to know, and I am a bit nervous about it or I am doing it, like, to do it quickly, a way to come back to your body, a way to come back to your sexual power, a way to open that self up and feel intimate with self and be knowing how to be intimate with self before you allow another energy to come in because you're really starting to explore and seeing yourself like open up is like I would start toning, okay? So the sexual noises that you make when you're enjoying yourself in the company of someone else is like if you start just toning, just making those sounds, right? And they might, maybe you're doing it in the shower by yourself. Maybe you're doing it in bed. Maybe you're in the bath, wherever, it doesn't matter. But when you start creating that vibration, right? And me even just talking about it now, I can feel it, right? That vibration starting. So when you're starting to create that vibration of your noise or your sound that you make when you're experiencing pleasure, this activates within you that sexual healing. Sexual healing is what we're doing right now. And so you making these noises, you being intimate with yourself, you connecting to your body, you connecting to your breath, and then self-pleasuring. When you go into that orgasm that time with the intention of let's open up my field of consciousness, it's like the whole universe opens up. <laughs> it really does. Right? So think about that in regards to self-pleasure. If you're going in with the intention of, okay, I want to open up abundance. I want to manifest. I want to do deep sexual healing on myself. I want to open up my connection to consciousness. If you're setting an intention before you're pleasuring yourself and do so with that intention in mind, you will be amazed at the affirmations that come out. <laughs> I'm going to call them affirmations. <laughs> 
at that point peak at that peak point of pleasure right it's so true yeah so what do you have what comes up for you when i say all that natasha because i see you got some color in there um yeah and for me the kundalini last night was so powerful that yeah. it really activated stopping me so yeah. i'm like yeah but i just kind of bumped it along a little bit more yeah <laughs> i'm like all right so maybe i need to keep talking while <laughs> that's just just yeah. enjoying this energy just like processing still but um i i I completely agree with what you're saying, though. You yeah. know, like when you actually truly do love yourself and you're actually pleasing yourself, for you, you can actually come to much more of like self-expansion. You know, like within your own self, you're expanding so much more, so much in a greater level that it's just about. No, it's just orgasmic, really. It is orgasmic. When you're at, when <laughs> and then you, you kind of have that thing of like, did I just do I, that? Like, this is so good. Yeah. You know, like, honoring me, doing me, you know, like, and, and that's it. I'm doing me, yeah. you know? And the thing is, like, I, I treat it like ceremony now. I treat it like ceremony. Yeah. It's not something that is a stress relief or oh, I need to do this. No, no, no. It's ceremony. No, no, ceremony. no, no, no. I have a bath. Like, I, I put beautiful oil on my body. Maybe I have a candle. Maybe there's frequency music playing or some music that I'm called to play. But it's like I honor myself in that process and then bathing in that energy afterwards. Like, sometimes I can go into, a, let's say, a closed-eye meditation. <laughs> so, <laughs> But sometimes I'm just like expanding the vision and playing and expanding the vision and playing. And and so I play in that field of consciousness in that state too, right? Where I'm just like opening the visions and bringing it forward and what is, else is coming in. So it's kind of like the ultimate state of relaxation. You, you know, you're not thinking about anything else. There's no conscious thought. It's just like pure divine connection, right? It's not... <laughs> we connect into our deep soul mm-hmm. you know when we're deep here we're the soul we're yeah. we're still the soul we're dust at the end of the day you know mm-hmm. like when we leave this thing we always have our soul so yeah. when we love ourselves and love our soul we we find the right path yeah and it's just it's so much more beautiful mm. it is it all starts with self yeah, it really does. It's like it really does. And mm-hmm. if there's one thing that I've learned from the relationship, it was that love yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I came out of that absolutely broken. Like I had nothing to say. Like I was speechless. I, I was just like, I can't talk. I can't talk anymore. I've got nothing to give. Like my mm-hmm. heart was well and truly empty. Yeah. And taken me so long to build myself back up again like so long to the point now I'm like yeah I got this I got it I got it but it, you know, like 
you need to take time out for yourself like them them people or you know like if you're not doing the healing you're not doing the work on yourself and you're running into another relationship that's just another band-aid mm-hmm. it's just band-aid. And, and you're not finding out your true self you're not working out on you you're not getting to the nitty-gritty of what you particularly mm. want it's just you baby yeah. there's nothing to be scared of and so what if you have to stay in for the night it's actually really fun <laughs> you're like this one night that i get off i'm like literally it's one night you get off and one night you get off (laughs) i got a fight the other day and it was like when you were younger you were told that you had to stay in and you Mm -hmm. were like you were and now as you get older the cycle changes you're like yeah i don't want to go out i don't want to go out i love that i love having my own time um and and just be pottering around but i love to potter i know i kind of love to do my own little thing Mm. and i think that's just one yeah i feel complete (laughs) i feel on fire (laughs) (laughs) oh um okay so i i really love where our conversation's gone today i think we've covered it's been nice kundalini partnerships relationships and then coming back to self always come back to self so yeah so natasha um let people know about your modalities or how they can reach you i'm going to put all natasha's details in uh the comment section of this as well so that you can reach out and connect with natasha if you if you do but natasha give us a little bit about where you are, what you do, and how people can connect with you. So, like, as a child, I grew up, and I grew up with, um, my mother was medium, and I grew up a very, like, spiritual, even though we went to church and everything, it was quite spiritual, you know, like, we were quite, but I grew up with energy, and I knew all about the different types of energy and everything. So, um, but again, obviously, raised in different ways and finding myself because being raised by a spiritual mother made me very in some respects like worshipping my mother in some ways because she knew best because she always knew the outcome Mm -hmm. and um, it was about coming back from that and actually learning about myself what what did I agree with you know like you know, maybe I didn't always agree with what she had to say, but I went along with it because she knew best, you know, like she was the one that, you know, raised me, she would know, but sometimes you know best. And sometimes like, it's like learning about your own self. And that's the journey that I've been doing on myself, like learning about, you know, what does Natasha like? What does Natasha want to do? You know, and um, growing up, always knowing that I was a little bit different to others, like seeing things in others and wanting to be that empath mm-hmm. um, and, and wanting to fix everybody, you know, like, oh, let me do this for you because it will make you happy or it will make you. And then it was just like, you're missing the link, Natasha. You're really missing <laughs> the link. You're just giving over the cup all the time, <laughs> you know, like, just keep on taking. 
Um, but now when I've come out of that now, like I actually see puzzles in people, you know, like when I do the healing, I'm Reiki, done all my Reiki training and everything. And I incorporate crystals, been working with crystals since the age of seven. Um, and I've been in the corporate world, gone to the corporate world, come out of the corporate world, went into the fashion world, come out of that. So like I have a real structure, a foundation of different levels of, you know, companies working for companies, doing my own thing, working for myself. So it's like, mm. but what I do love doing is seeing puzzles in people, you know, like I'll see someone and I know how to put you back together. And that's what I love doing. You know, like I love seeing someone who's struggling or, you know, like I don't relish in the fact, but I love to see them build themselves back up and giving them the points and the key tools because there's so many different tools that we can use to build ourselves back up again. It's not just like, you know, one thing that works for us. It's like there's several things that we can do to change our aura, to change our field, to repair ourselves. And um, I just really love putting that all together and finding out where they've been through their journey from their childhood where you know there's fundamental issues and then helping them rise and become the person that they're meant to be because yeah. the expansion is so beautiful um, and you know we haven't got a huge amount of time here yeah. and it is it is such a short life that we have here and it, it really is one that we should learn and expand from. And um, mm -hmm. so our next lifetime, maybe we can get a little bit better <laughs> right next time around. But the whole thing is to make sure that it's right by the time we finish. Yeah, we've got a lot to do. We've got a busy couple of years ahead of us for sure. <laughs> There's so many different things that you can do as well mm -hmm. on this journey. Yeah. You know, like, and just enjoy it. You know, like, just enjoy living the day every day like it's your last. You know, like, yeah. enjoying things is so important. And, you know, like, the fear, the stress, the worry, what is the worst that can happen? You know, like, when clients come to me, I would say, but they say, oh, I've got fear on this. But what is the fear? Why have you got that fear? What yeah. is holding you back from <laughs> you being you? What is the fear? Because really, at the end of the day, there's nothing to be fearful. No. Other fear is like an attachment to story that makes them feel comfortable. Something to relate with other people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, like Dol Dolores Cannon, I always like, you know, like what she says is how I've been brought up without even knowing about Dolores Cannon when I did find out about her. Yeah. And some of the key things where we are the creators. What do you want to create? What do you want to manifest? Yes. The, this, this reality is down to you. You create it. What do you want to do? What do you want to be? Yeah. You know? And learning to do that. You know, and learning to do that with confidence and letting go of that fear that surrounds mm. you, whatever is holding you back. Because whatever's holding us back is just fear. Exactly. Because we can accomplish anything we want to. Mm. So. I love that. So. Mm. Mm. I love so that. Thank you for this. No, it's been so welcome. nice. Just as well we chat often don't we we're like oh <laughs> yeah this this could be exactly, yeah. <laughs> this might be part one <laughs> yeah. and, 
like, where's the fairy today? Where's the fairy? Is the fairy out or is the track dragon out? Oh, the fairy's out for sure. Um, the fairy okay. needs. <laughs> so everyone, I am, I am, I have had a bit of a break the past few weeks. Um, I've been deep, deep, deep writing my book. Uh, which is now in the hands of editors in New York, my editor in New York, and um, it's titled Free, Living Your Life Free Within Consciousness. So I've kind of expanded on one of the chapters a little bit today, the sexuality versus spirituality. And um, yeah, I can not wait for it to be out there and out with the public. Of course, if you're wanting a private session with Natasha or you're wanting a private session with me, like all of our details are below. So just reach out and uh give us a follow subscribe or um yeah leave a comment let me know what you thought you know this has been a great episode um <laughs> all about sexuality and we'll come back and do more on this topic because there's so much more to cover with it. Oh, I mean, you can't cover it in you know like an hour, <laughs> an hour. <laughs> you know like you, you just can't you yeah. know and you know it's I do. We just start talking, and then hours are gone, and it's like, oh, you know, yeah. Where have we gone with Exactly. So yeah. So check out, <laughs> check out Natasha. Check out my website, NicoleLovingEarth.com. Um, just know that I love you. Have fun exploring. Have fun playing. Let us know how you know, what it is that you're loving on yourself <laughs> and on others let us know and if we have triggered you in regards to uh twin flame energy or anything like that like go into that explore that be curious about that why 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 you know notice yeah, what came up for you mm. yeah it's learn about your triggers and what actually triggers yeah what triggers you yeah in a exactly. relationship it could be any relationship it could be your mother or it could be your father mm -hmm. you know it could be a family member what makes you why do you get triggered from them you know like mm -hmm. what is it that makes you trigger you know um exactly what is behind it and that and that's all it is you know like once we find the cause and the root to it we can start healing it's yeah. it's, it's as easy as that it's being aware of the situation and aware of our flaws can then we can heal on that mm. you know i think yeah. um i think that quote when when a bird is alive, it eats ants. And when this bird passes away, the ants yeah. eat the bird. Yeah, it's funny. You know, when it's my grandfather passed, that was the thing. He fished every day. And um, when we had him cremated and we were putting his ashes into the spot where he fished, and he was with me and he said, he said, so funny, every day I eat the fish and now the fish eat me. You know, and I told everyone there, and we all just thought it was like absolutely a powerful thing to say. You know, how we end this conversation. <laughs> exactly. End of conversation. Yeah. End of conversation. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, thank you. Reach out if thank you have questions. I love you. Natasha loves you. Arr